And I do a dance with a monkey. The researcher, yeah. the man who developed it from the very beginning. Give it up for starting host, Dave Anthony. And a comedy sports all-star from the high school league from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Shouldn't have graduated, but he went to kindergarten college at Emerson. Somehow did it and did a report on weather his sophomore year. He's the chuckle fucker. You know him for the accents. You love him for the puns. Give it up for Gareth Reynolds. Bam, 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 bam. Your topic tonight is unknown. That's what I wanted, but instead we... It's a bit much. Well, it's great to be here. Thank you all for coming out, um, Louisville. Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. What a great... We spent four days in Bowling Green. Four days. That might be the worst place in America. Yeah. Like, we were already kind of depressed about the country, and then we had four days at the same hotel there, and we were like, boy, this is fucking bad news. That's this is what's great about being a vegetarian, is when you are in certain cities, and you look up vegetarian restaurants... Some places they'll be like, whatever, like vegan food, or and then like eight like things, and then if you're in some cities, you're like vegan, and the first thing's like I have. <laughs> and you're just like, what is, what do you have? Um, Pan pancakes. Burger King. <laughs> yeah, Bur Burger King is always the first one. They're like Impossible Burger, we got your back. <laughs> uh, what if I didn't want that? Get the fuck out of Bowling Green. <laughs> you're in the wrong city, asshole. You don't belong here. As a matter of fact, there's a good chance we're going to eat you for your tender flesh. Your little vegan body. I'm going to braise you. Falling off the bone, Gary. Mm -hmm. Yum! The dollop is brought to you by Next Evo Naturals. Look, the holidays are coming up. You got to figure out what gifts to get. You're going to be with the family. Eh, you got to do some traveling, maybe. A lot of stress. A lot of stress. That's why I'm talking about Next Evo Naturals. Take a little bit of this stress off the holidays. It's not all sleigh bells and mistletoes, is it? Give yourself the ultimate gift, a little stress-free holiday. Next Evo's Stress CBD Complex Gummies are clinically proven to have four times better absorption than standard CBD. No other CBD brand can promise that. I enjoy myself uh, the Next Evo Naturals. Help me sleep. Yeah, so I'll be, I'll be having some uh, Next Evo Naturals uh, for the holidays. That's, that's how I'm going to, you know, kind of get through it, if you know what I mean. Take the edge off. Next Evo Smart Sorb technology delivers CBD to your system in as little as 10 minutes, unlike other CBD brands. Yeah, I'm talking to you other brands. Regular CBD oil works more slowly because of how our bodies process oil-based ingredients compared to water-soluble supplements. So, bam, there you go. Nextevo is the only brand clinically proven to deliver 30 times better absorption in the first 30 minutes. So, there you go. Look, I enjoy the Nextevo Naturals. Gareth enjoys the Nextevo Naturals. My wife? Yeah, that's right. 
So get smarter CBD from Next Evo Naturals and get up to 25% off subscription orders of $40 or more at nextevo.com slash podcast promo code dollop. That's N-E-X-T-E-V-O dot com slash podcast promo code dollop. You're... You're... You're listening to The Dollop. This is an American history podcast where I read a story from American history to my driver. Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the other host's name is or what the topic is going to be about. Oh, Franklin. What? No, Dave Anthony. Oh. Let's take it from the top. Three, two, one. Hi, I'm You're Dave listening. Anthony. Great, good. Got it. <laughs> Fix it in post. Awesome. Back to you with the podcast. April, tw- April 2nd, 1826. Year of our Lord, Jesus Cristo. Oh, I want to also, I didn't say this, but thank you for wearing masks. Yeah. Um, we do this so immune compromised people can come to our shows because they've been cast out of society and they should be allowed to come to some things. And we're trying to limit the sound of laughter at the show. Really not what we're going for. Thank you. Thank you. Parker Hardin French was born in Mason County, Kentucky. Parker? Parker. Okay. Uh, His parents ran a struggling farm. Sure. With slaves. What's that? They had slaves. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, Nice. That's a good start. Very comedically fruitful beginning. He had three sisters. Okay. His mother died when he was very young. We don't know when, but we just know she kicked it. Right. Okay. Um, And then in 1836, his uncle, Judge Parker Hardin, took him in. Uncle Judge? Uncle Judge. CBS Wednesdays. (laughs) Uncle Judge. (laughs) You're guilty enough to go to your room. For how long? I sentenced you for two nights. Uncle Judge. Permission to approach the bench. Permission. Granted. Din, 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 din. Can I have a cookie before I go to my room? <laughs> well, the jury's reached a verdict, you little scam. <laughs> go ahead. I'm going to masturbate. <laughs> oh. I'll allow it. Uncle Judge. Uncle Judge. He gave Parker uh, the best education possible at Robertson's Academy for all the elite rich kids in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Parker was, uh, was very smart. He was also very conversational. He could, he could hold a really good conversation when he was super young. Okay. <laughs> That's interesting. Oh, I absolutely adore him this time of year. <laughs> You're four. Oh, no, I understand. But I've lived like I'm seven. (laughs) As a child, 
he would go to the courthouse square to find prominent citizens to have discussions with for what? hours. As he was, what he was, how old? He's like a kid. He's Four, like five, eight or nine eight? or something. I managed, I'd be like, ah, we're good. <laughs> no way. I, I would just, I would not humor it. Other people would be like, that was good. I'd be like, come on, let's get out of here. He also yearned to travel. Oh, I just adore travel. <laughs> I must go everywhere. You're seven. I know. I gotta get moving. <sighs> really? I gotta quit these things before they quit me. <laughs> I like how you think seven-year-olds weren't smoking back then. <laughs> Not strange at all. Uh, when he was 13, he ran away. And got work as a cabin boy on a boat to New Orleans. Okay. Cabin boy basically just like a uh, little cleaner. Fluff the pillows and clean the stuff up. Right. Mints, yeah. Make the toilet paper triangle. Blah, blah, blah. We know what it is. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then once in New Orleans, he found his way onto another ship as a crew member and headed for England. Okay. There we are. 13. Yeah, 13, right. Thirteen in Eng- like thirteen in England now is like an adult. Then it was yeah. like you're getting old. You must settle down, Parker. You're about to die. That's right. <laughs> I've just quit smoking. <laughs> but you keep doing that. Would huh? you? you keep doing that. You this say this is my la- literally my last one. <laughs> <sighs> then I'm done. I tell you, I gotta quit these things before they quit me. <laughs> Once there, he made his way to the naval base at Portsmouth, and he, he offered to serve the Queen in their fight against the Chinese in the First Opium War. What? <laughs> he is 13? Yeah. He's 13, and he's like, I'd like to offer my services to the Majesty. It would be an honor to fight in the Chinese Opium War. By the way, as a former opium addict, I had to quit it before it quit me. Oh, man, 45 were some tough years. I used to love the stuff. <sighs> we used to play hide-and-seek, and I'd just be laying face down. Well, when you're smoking opium, you're hiding and you're from yourself, <laughs> and you're seeking <laughs> truths that aren't available. <laughs> Thirteen, that's right. My first wife is the one who got me into it. The only ship ready to sail and needing young men was the HMS Blenheim. Yeah, so he's a cabin boy. They sailed on February 1st, 1840, and he served on the ship for three years. Wow. You know, saw some battle. Uh, When it returned to Britain in uh, 1843, he was homesick. Sure. So he, yeah, I mean, he's 16. He's 16, right, yeah. (laughs) Um, so he leaves the British Navy and heads back to America and back to Kentucky. I mean, we're in Kentucky, and you're from Kentucky, and like five of you are like, I'm at. Well, they know about Bowling Green, so they're, they're like, I get it, I get it. I came back, I was craving vegan food. <laughs> Uh, so it, it, everyone is amazed by his stories that he has and, and mm-hmm. his incredible feats and right. everything that happened. Um, 
They could have just been stories, however, because another guy would later say they, they just worked on a merchant ship. <laughs> oh, so he was could have been fluffing more than the pillows. Yes. He was... But Parker did, he had saved up money from the three years, and he went to Louisville. What? Where his uncle was now a state senator. Okay. So his uncle used his connections to get Parker into the world of uncle law. Uncle Judge, that's right. Uncle Judge, yes. Uncle Judge is now Uncle Senator. Uncle Senator Judge. <laughs> CBS, Wednesdays after Uncle Judge. Uncle Senator Judge. Uh, so he, he, tries, he tries to get Parker into the world of law to like have the same kind of career. Sure. So he um, sends him off to Illinois to live with Judge Cyrus Edwards. And Parker's now 18. Okay. And the Edwards are the top rung in uh, Alton, Illinois society. Also slave-owning family. They had four daughters. Sure. Uh, the young teen Lu, I don't know how to say this name. Lucretia, Lucretia, sure. L U C R E T I A, Lucretia, 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 uh, Lucretia. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna roll the R's. Lucretia. You didn't really roll the R. Lucretia. I don't think you know what rolling R's. Lucretia. Lucretia. Now what the fuck is Lucretia. that? Lucretia. Well, now you sound like a Lucretia. weirdo. Lucretia. What are you doing? Lucretia. <laughs> Come on, baby. Yeah. So she's super into him. Super into him. He made tons of connections. Uh, he studies. He studies with the Edwards in, in law. And in the spring of 1848, Parker moved to St. Louis, which was having a big boom. Okay, economic boom. Things are taking off. That stops. He. Worked as a merchant, storing and transporting goods. Okay. And then gold was discovered in California, and he made made a bunch of money shipping supplies to San Francisco. Okay. So then he decides, he's made a lot of money. He decides he's going to build a ship and transport the goods himself. Okay, transport the supplies to San Francisco. All right, California, okay. So his plan is... He was like, that's hilarious. (laughs) Transport him. Another winner from Gareth. (laughs) This guy's on fire right now. Transported? <laughs> he kills me. So his plan is to build the first full-rigged ocean-going ship on the upper Mississippi. Oh, uh, okay. And then, and then down. Feels like could get the... stuck, okay. <laughs> All right. Then down into the ocean and off you go. Sure. But up top, up at St. Louis. Right, right. Like a water slide into a pool. Except it's a giant ship. Well, right, yes, of course. <laughs> I'm talking about scale, obviously, is bigger. Um, so, and then, we, yeah, so it sailed down the river. And it, just go down, it has to go down South America and up to San Francisco. So uh, he names it Matilda. Sure. Uh, so... The, the ship is so big, it's written up in the Boston Herald as being a superior vessel. But the day the ship is to sail, it doesn't. Because it didn't have sails. <laughs> because Parker decided on that day to run off and marry Lucretia. Oh, wow. His first ship. 
the relationship. The ship finally launched on May 3rd with a huge crowd. You know, it it just went out. Okay, yeah. Three, two. (laughs) Whoa. Um, There's a huge crowd there in St. Louis to see the, quote, new era in growth, prosperity, and mechanical improvement of our city. Unfortunately, on May 17th, a steamboat docked in St. Louis and caught on fire. Okay. Uh, the fire Steamboat. drifted downriver. It caught 22 other boats on fire. Jesus Christ. Uh, That's him. But it caught a large part of the city on fire. So it basically started all the boats on fire, went into the city, burned a bunch of the city. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. So, not great. Not great. Right. Um, on top of that, uh, cholera then hit soon after. Jesus. And that would kill 5% of the population. So Parker and his new wife flee St. Louis. Well, their their ship got all messed up. So no, it, but everything was just a shit show, a like, ship show. Yes, okay. like the docks are all fucked up. Everything's fucked okay, up. Okay, right. Okay. Um. So they, him and his wife, flee. Uh huh. They get the hell out. Um. The city being in a, a shambles isn't the only reason. It turns out the ship is a financial disaster. Debt okay. is at ninety thousand, which is about two point five million in today's. Boy, cash. good lord. So they bail, they leave investors, customers, vendors, bankers, all just hanging with the debt. They might have lit the fire. Yeah. <laughs> and the Matilda would then be sold off an auction to pay for the debt and pay everybody off. Okay. So it's a total disaster, and that's why they fled. Right, okay. So in 1850, the Frenches are living in New York City, and they have their first child. And Parker now starts calling himself Captain French. Sounds like a mustard. (laughs) Captain French to you. Captain French after Uncle Judge, followed by (laughs) Uncle Judge Senator. Oh, my God. What are we going to do with all this escargot? Aha! Thank God, Captain French is here. That's right, huh? What's the matter, huh? I think we've got a solution for all these problems. Don't you worry about the thing, huh? So yes, our, go ahead. Well, so are you going to be wanna, like? A, are you going to be cool? No, or be I just like want to sum up a our, stupid whole poker. I just want to sum up our problem. Well, uh, we yeah. have too many escargot. That's right. Yes, that's yeah. our problem. Look, there's a writer strike. Okay, some of the plot lines have not been what they used to be. But this week, yes, that's right. There's been a okay. lot. No, no, no. There's been an epic flood. And everywhere there's snails. And you all, Yankee Doodle Dandies, are like, oh, they're going to do to get rid of all these snails. Well, that's where I come in, because where I'm from, that is a good meal. Yeah, I just got to sneak them out a little bit like this, huh? No, oh, that's right. I'm having a shell of a good time. Hey, come on, hey! Why? Don't look. Look, there's a rattle strike, huh? Make do, make do, huh? <laughs> Legs, guy. So Parker rents out an office in Tammany Hall, wow. and he starts advertising a 60-day. Pleasure trip. Oh, all right. Out to the gold mines in California. A pleasure trip. For California. <laughs> French's express passenger. Train. <laughs> so who's your font guy? I won't tell you, but he's crazy. But it's 
It's a wagon train. It's not a train train. It's a wagon train. It's a wagon train. Okay. What does that mean? That's just like... A bunch of wagons together. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Just like a wagon party. I it's not... It. You're not like a single wagon. You're with a bunch of other ones. That's it. Well, yeah. And you go on a line. You stupid. You don't, it's a... you don't go all together trying no, to No, but they're like a party... It's a wagon party. Party of wagons. It's a wagon party. Wagon parties, yeah. we call it. Like in... when dogs get excited. It's a wagon Thank party. You. Yeah. So he sells it as like romance and adventure. Oh, just, you're going to love this. There's just gold lying around in oh, California. there's gold everywhere. There's shagging wagons. You're going to love it. <laughs> so the business does very well. Uh, he impresses people with his, his knowledge that he espouses, sure. uh, his family connections, Everyone's buying into this. He said his ship would get to San Francisco or the train in 60 days. And if they didn't arrive in 60 days, he would give them $5 back per day that he ran over. That's a stressful promise. I mean, yeah. I don't know how long it takes to get out there, but that feels like a few, a few that's days a tough, over. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Um, and All he, right. Well, here we are. This feels like we're not there. No, we are. Get out. <laughs> Well, I guess we don't know what California really looks like. Exactly. Now get the fuck out. (laughs) Uh, He charged people $250 for the voyage. So the trip was uh, to start by steamship, and then they get on the wagons. A hundred men sign up. So they leave New York, um, and then uh, they head for Port Lavaca, and then Havana, I think, yeah, and then, uh, no, Port Lavaca after, so Havana, New Orleans, Port Lavaca, Galveston, and they end up in Galveston, and then they get the wagons, and then so they go mainly, to California. It's mainly a ship It's trip. halfway by ship, but halfway by, okay. by wagon. Um, so he sends a ship, and then he stays behind to, to stay in New York and keep signing up people, and then he would come on a second ship. Okay. So the first group gets to Port Lavaca, where it ends, and they discovered the mules and wagons that he had promised would be there are not there. Sorry, but he... I thought the wagon portion started at Galveston. Sorry, I think I'm wrong. So, Port Lavaca. So, that's the oh, last. Oh, okay. All right. So, that's they the get end. there. So, Galveston and then, and Port Lavaca. And then they're like, where are the wagons? They're like, well... Well... There's no wagons. What about the mules? Well, it would be pointless to have mules if we didn't have wagons. <laughs> so, we don't have wagons... Therefore, we don't have mules. But what we do have is a lot of stories. <laughs> Would you like to hear one? No. Pretty good. No. You know when it rains, how snails come out? <laughs> Wouldn't that be a predicament? Yeah, I guess so. Well, it would be. What well, would you do with all way, of it? Well, in what way, though? No, no, no. Look. No, I'm just asking you a question about the snail... You make it sound like it's some kind of snail apocalypse where there's just... So, so many. I, I've never seen this happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you're saying that after it rains... Well, no, no, not just a drizzle. Oh. Torrential. Rain for days. Okay, so what you're saying is snails live in the water? No. <laughs> but the water brings them out. From where? Wherever they were. <laughs> So there's a lot of water, like a flood. We're talking about like a flood situation. Yeah. And then snails come from... Their home. 
Okay. And there's so many. And then the water recedes, and it's just snails. Snail time. Yeah. Why don't and everybody's just... like, oh, we can finally go so, out. But hold on. So are they... Hold on. Are, are they, is hold the, on. Is the flood like an aphrodisiac for snails, and they just start fucking, and then there's a bunch of more snails? Think about, like, sort of um, bassy, techno-y, beady music. That just brings a bunch of, like, glow stick people out. We yes. don't go, where do they live? We go, fuck, we got to shut this down. This is a regular part. You know what I mean? We're not yeah. worried about the origin story. Okay. So that's what's happened with the rain. So many snails that you're oh, like, man, okay. we can't go out. We will die from walking upon these things. Okay. They'll be greasy. There'll be shells everywhere. We're not capable of handling this. What are we going to do? Right? Okay. Right? I mean, that's a pretty good starting premise. Wouldn't you agree? I, I, it's not a bad premise. I'm really hung There's up. There's so many snails. It's just... I'm just, hung up on that. Well, you're going to need to let go. You know what? Fuck it. You don't deserve this story. Just give me this, the mules in the wagon. The what? I, this, I'm here for mules and wagons. Well, I told you, we don't have those. What we do have are stories. Fuck your stories. You, you, don't even, you don't have any interest in how this problem with the snails gets solved at all? No, they're like magical snails. I don't believe it. Well, where do you think they come from? Other snails. They have... Sex, and they make baby snails. You think rain creates snail orgies, and that's where they're all coming from? No! Sir, if you believe that, there's a trip to the Golden State I'd like to sell you. <laughs> so, those guys camp out, and they're, they're pissed. pissed. Yeah, of course. The, the fuck? Like, relax. Now... Parker in New York buys wagons, and uh, he bought them from a circus, and he bought rifles and other gear. Sure. And um, then the ship, they put that on a ship, and they set sail um, from Georgia with set a bunch sail more. Set sail? Set sail. Okay. With a bunch of more people. So, there, so there's, a, there's a, a bit of a logjam. Second boat, yeah. Second boat's coming. First boat, people are still there pissed. Yeah. Right. Um, so they first, they have to stop in Havana first, um, but then... There's like a revolution about to happen, so they're suspected of being part of the revolution, so they get held up for a oh while. Oh, my God. So, uh, you, traitors. Oh, no, we're just... No, we just we're have just wagons. To, All we have is wagons and guns and gear. Silence! Cut his tongue out. What? Cut his tongue out. What the fuck just happened? Traitors. Traitors of what? I'm from America. I'm not... Oh, so you revealed yourself. Yeah, we're just... Actually, just coming here to stop and get some supplies before we go on. What supplies? Like food, like water and meats. Like Juicy meats. S hopefully little tiny... Snails? Yes. <laughs> Sneets is what it's called. Huh? Sneets. Sneets? Yeah, we'd like some snail, snail steaks. Sneets. Sneak. Sneaks. Sneets or sneaks. You'd call them sneaks. Yeah, well, it's if, if you get a nice thin... You'd call it a snake, really. If you get, it, if you get a You'd nice thin... You'd call it thin, a snake. It's a... You would call it a snake. It's a sneak. Let them go. This is a fucking annoying. <laughs> I, I hate them. I really, I hate them. Go, it's... go. Get, get out of here. Thank you. God damn. Fuck you. We were part of the revolution. Would be called snakes. Um, so they get held up for a week before they let them go, and then they um, 
then they go to New Orleans, and they were supposed to get on another ship in New Orleans, but they missed that one. Because, yeah, right. Okay. So now they're delayed. So he has to put up people for a week in New Orleans, and then they finally make their way to Port Lavaca, and they meet up with the other stranded guys who have now been there for a month. Oh, my God. With nothing but just <laughs> fucking tents, and they're fucking pissed. <laughs> and then now all they had is a couple of wagons and stuff that they brought with them on the ship, and all the other wagons aren't there, and everyone's like, How many people? We're talking what, like? Um, there's well 200? over 100. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and so everyone's like, wait, what's your plan? Yeah. The plan doesn't seem that good. Everyone's well, pretty so far it's going horribly. Worried. Right. Yeah. It's like Firefest. So Parker leaves to go. Smart. That is exactly what I'd do. Well, this looks like it's going pretty good. <laughs> Take care, everybody. He goes off to get wagons and mules, and he comes back with wagons and mules. Okay. Um, unfortunately, the mules aren't broken in yet. Okay. Which apparently it's very hard to break in mules. Sure. You don't need to tell me. And so the men... Yeah, you know. Of course. So the men have to spend all this time breaking in the mules, and they finally do that. What a night. Oh, look at all the mules. Now we, we'll just, we have to train them for a little while. <laughs> so. Here they are. Can you fix them? Yeah. So then they get that done, and they head to San Antonio. So Parker paid for everything. Of course, um, as he fucking should. Aren't I a good guy? No. With bank drafts. Okie dokie. And he had an unlimited line of credit from a New York shipping firm. Okay. He keeps buying stuff. He buys horses and cattle, better mules. Why is he buying cattle? Um, I don't know. For meat? Okay. Got me. <laughs> nice work, asshole. Uh, and more people are actually signing on. They hear he's going to California. They start paying. And Sounds great. When they left San Antonio, they had 33 wagons altogether. Okay. Um, but the 60 days is already passed. Oh, sh- <laughs> Uh-oh. So they're 1,500 miles from San Diego. Oh, my God. Which means the travelers are now getting back $5 a day. <laughs> a month later, oh. they're in the westernmost part of Texas. The- wow. Yeah, I mean, it's a, big, it's a very big state. They're going slow. Yeah, though. I mean, I, like driving through Texas, you're like, this has to end someday. <laughs> Wagoning through Texas, you're like, we're still in Texas? I mean, I Give put, some of it back. I, I put in accidentally, when I went in Google Maps, I put in how long it takes to drive from Kansas City to L.A. yesterday. Uh-huh. And, it was, and I actually had it on walking, and it was like, 21 days. So I don't know what the fuck they're doing. but uh, Are you suggesting we walk home? Yeah, we're walking instead. <laughs> so, um, so they're in what's known as the Transpecos. There's a picture of it. Um, so that is a covered ferry wagon that helps wagons get across. S- sorry. It's so a let- covered ferry boat wagon thing that you put your wagon on. It takes you across the river. What are they on? What, what that's terrain a river. is this? It's not a, that's a river. That's a river. They're, on, they're floating. They're on a ferry boat it's wagon. It's a ferry boat thing, wagon thing, that gets you across the river to keep going in the trans pickers. Why did they make it? 
Because otherwise you couldn't get across the river. Okay, but you could, okay. Because what? Well, I mean, obviously it didn't make the cut long term, so. Oh, it's fine. Look at it. It looks great. It just seems strange. It looks like when, like, people put dinosaur bones together wrong. <laughs> they're like, look at this. <laughs> it was the, the platatosaur. And then, like, 30 years later, like, they were wrong. That was the ass. Um, so one guy uh, fell, I guess he fell in front of one of the wagons, and he, like, can't walk anymore, so. Oh, okay. Um, a man named Burns. What a weird Burns, little, okay. Well, you know, you got to throw that good stuff in there. So a man named Burns, who Parker had bought mules from in San Antonio, catches up to the The wagon. mule, the guy he, that he bought the mules from. In San Antonio. Uh-huh. Is like, what are Suddenly y'all doing? He's lapping up. them. He's chasing them. He's chasing them. And he catches up to them. You forgot your keys. (laughs) Life's a never ending nightmare out here. Uh, And he said that the draft to the bank, uh, he sent it to the bank, and the bank said that Parker had no funds in that bank. Can you imagine getting a bounced check back then? Oh my God. Son of a bitch. My life is going to be getting this money back. (laughs) You owe me $1,000. Well, that took 30 years. <laughs> Hello. Parker acts very offended, and he Sir. shows his letter from the bank stating he could draw any amount he wanted, and then he also showed Burns a letter of credit from the shipping company. Okay. And so he goes, look, I'll write you a Another draft bad from check. this. I'll write you a draft from this account, oh. and that should be fine. And Burns leaves very happy. Oh, fuck. Uh, well, it took four months, but finally, we got that. It bounced as well. <sighs> we only live to like 50 now. I guess I'm not going to see my boys grow up. Uh, sorry, boys. I got to go find them again. I'll see you when you're 15. All right. So they came across a wagon train that had a bunch of military supplies, and Parker got more wagons and more mules from the owner, okay. who was Ben Coons. Who was Ben Coons? He promised Coons $18,000. At this time, in New York, a story broke about a great fraud happening. Uh, oh, boy. Drafts of over 30,000 were presented to the shipping company who said it was all a forgery and they had nothing to do with it. It It's so easy to pull it off back then. You're like, look, I've got a letter. Well, that's a letter, all right. (laughs) Sorry I doubted you, friend. (laughs) And more drafts are coming in and they're like, we didn't do these. So word spreads down New York across the Gulf. To all the merchants who he had... Who he's been bullshitting. Yeah. Right. Um, and also now, the travelers, the people, the passengers on the, the wagon train are fucking furious. Right. It's taking way too long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been months. Yeah. It's been... Yeah. They're supposed to be there way, way a long time right, ago. Yeah. So, the wagon master now refuses... Wagon master? Yeah. You listen to me! <laughs> That'll do. He refuses to travel during the day because it's too hot. Wow. So Parker threatens to shoot him 
and the wagon master just stares at him and is like, yeah, you're, I'm, no, I'm not scared of you. So Parker leaves and then comes back later and walks up behind the wagon master and points his gun at the back of his head. And the wagon master says, quote, if you came here to assassinate me, why don't you shoot? But if you do, see that you make sure work, for if I live two seconds, you're a dead man. So... I mean, it's kind of a weird threat to be like, you're going to shoot me in the head, make sure you finish the job. <laughs> yeah, I probably will. Well, if you don't, look out. If you don't spill all my brains, buckle up. You're going to have a fight on your hands. Even if he, like, shoots out part of your brain, like, well, I told you, he marries the party, you blow him down. He marries the party, What? He marries the party, you blow him down. Slow down. What did you say? What the hell? What are you doing? What? Let me just point something out. It's been it's been way longer than two seconds, and I'm still here. <laughs> okay. Oh. This guy. Oh. Oh. Ah. I'm a come a fire around. <laughs> Oh, he died. Oh, shit. Um, so Parker ends up not shooting him. Oh. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> And he challenges Parker to a duel, and Parker then passes, and instead tell, tells him he's fired. You're fired! Get out of here! But none of the Teamsters would leave without him, so he just keeps him on the wagon train. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awkward. I'm going to kill you. You'll have to finish the job. Fine. A duel. No. Get out of here. You're fired. They won't do your work. Fine. You kind of have won in every way. <laughs> Um, now some men at this point started leaving they just started going off like people that were like on the way they're like I'm gonna gonna go live in that tree for my life (laughs) (laughs) they're like being on my own is easier than whatever's happening here right now as I got close to um, uh, El Paso Parker goes ahead to get there ahead of everybody and set things up sure yeah he's pretty good at that um, so they get there two days later, and uh, Parker is living large. He's made a bunch of huge purchases. They also learn that he has made an agreement to sell the wagon train. Hmm. Curious. Now, where are they exactly? <laughs> what do you mean? What's, what part of... Uh... El Paso. Okay, so they're in El so Paso. So El Paso is the furthest west right. you get. Well, it's certainly... Yeah, it's not where they're, we're told they're going to be. And now the... Transportation has been sold. Well, he said, 
They find out he's made an agreement to sell it. It hasn't been sold yet, but he's okay. made an agreement. So he's like, I closed a huge deal. We all <laughs> well, no, live here now. He didn't tell them. They found out. Okay. Yeah. So he's just partying, and they're like, what's going on? He's like, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, basically. What's up? How's um, everyone doing? What a year we've had together, huh? <laughs> so everyone's very suspicious of Parker now, obviously. Sure. And the next day, a frontiersman arrives with a letter uh-huh. from the shipping firm Parker is saying provided him credit. No, oh, look at this forgery. <laughs> it, the letter says they have nothing to do with Parker. Uh-huh. And um, it includes letters from merchants that he's defrauded. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, the total amount that he has written drafts for is $170,000. Wow. Which is about $5 million today. Fucking A. So... They also have a warrant for his arrest. Sure. But somehow he manages to escape, and he goes across the Rio Grande and into Mexico. Wow. The men are now there in El Paso, and yeah. they're like, like... where's Parker? What's the update? <laughs> huh? And they're like, we... They talk, and they're like, we have two options. We can cross into Mexico ourselves... Or turn ourselves over to this army major who's coming to arrest him and then just see what happens to us. Why are they going to get it? They're getting arrested they're because they're, they, everyone thinks like it's a whole, they're all yeah. in cahoots or something? Yeah, they think that they're all a part of it. Right. So most choose to go into Mexico. What a cry. Be like, we'll explain it to the guys. <laughs> we'll just tell them. Um, they we need take to get the what... fuck out of here. Look, it was a good plan. We were going to fi- find gold. Didn't work. We live in Mexico now. Forget your wives and your lives. They don't exist anymore. It's just supposed to be a simple plan to get gold. Your name's Pedro. Okay, do you understand? So, they take what livestock and goods they can get. Get, get, Carry as many donkeys as you can across the Rio Grande. We live here now. And the major just chooses not to go after him. He's like, "Uh, I can't deal with Mexico. So... But who does arrive, who does show up, is Coons. And he learns that he's been conned. Right. And he's like, no, I'm fucking going into Mexico. (laughs) So he's like, he wrote another bad one. (laughs) Wait. Oh, no. So the men also had taken a a strong box. Like a safe safe box you have out. That Parker had told them there was $37,000 of gold in. I bet there is. Inside this magic box (laughs) is all the gold you want. And they opened it. Okay. And it turns out it's empty. Hmm. So so they're pretty freaked out. Whoa, freaked out. What do you think happened to it all? (laughs) It might be some of that dissolving gold. I read about that. So they, they break up into groups. Everyone's going their own way now. Some He sucked the gold out with his mind. <laughs> There's nothing this guy can't do. Some go back to El Paso. Some head back, try to head back to New York. They really scatter all over. Someone's got a can of paint. That's a dog. I swear to God. I was like, what? Either someone just got robbed of all their beads or something. No, it's, it's, a, it's a, a can dog. of paint. Someone's dog. like, oh, oh, so cute. It's all right. It's normal. The dog's not wearing a mask, we noticed. So... Oh, we hate typical, to be the thing. Typical. 
fucking dogs and they're no masking. The dog took it off right away. It's like, well, we're in Kentucky, asshole. I'm wearing that fucking thing. Fuck these guys. So seven guys are now with Parker. Seven guys in the passenger train stay with Parker. Who would, but I don't know state, who I don't know who these everyone's just trying to survive. But they're still survive. like you're our guy, or they're just like, look, we're freaked out. No, they they literally just try to survive now. They don't have any money. They're in the middle of the fucking desert. Like it's a shit show. They're like this guy'll handle it. This guy's been tells, pretty good. He tells the seven guys, he's like, look, I have money in I Mazatlan. Have money. In what? Mazatlan. What is in where? Mazatlan. Sure. It's a, a it's Jewish in Mexico. Uh, it's on the coast. Huh? It's in Mexico. It's on the coast. Yeah, of course, it's the Mexico coast. Um, and he's like, I can get the money once I'm there. So I these the guys, money. I know a wizard who lives in a hill. <laughs> these guys, trust me, hang with him. And he and he also goes, look, I also have letters of credit. <laughs> I have a lot of credit. Look, <laughs> you got to trust me. But he want, but he needs to get to Mazatlan. He needs something. So he decides to start robbing the groups of the ex-passengers that he is. <laughs> he's robbing those who followed him? He's decided now he's going to rob... So he's like, not don't worry, him, we're going to be... Oh. The guys on the wagon train who split away and so they're all gonna different So he's going to go groups. find them? He's going to go find those guys like, and rob Look, them. look, I know how to get money. We have to kill the guys that we were just hanging out with for three months. Wait, what's your plan? We need to get the money from them. Don't you... Trust the plan. This is all part of the system. What part of this wasn't in what I sold you? Relax. Now we go kill our friends, and we take from them. Trust me. This is going really well so far. And I, we have to probably eat a couple of them. Do you understand? No. And some of the donkeys. It's called eating ass. It's this whole new thing I'm doing. You're going to love it. The kids are going to fucking love it. It's the only way to get off of this nightmare. <laughs> so he starts robbing them. He takes their mules and their weapons and their money. He also starts now, he names himself. Oh, great. Let's go. The captain of the gorilla band. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I know we're probably spelling gorilla with the U, but God, I want the O. No, yeah, I know. It's for oh, you. so bad. I'm sorry. All right, we're going to start wearing ape costumes, <laughs> and I'm the leader. I'm the captain of the gorilla band. Band? I know how to play bass. <laughs> well, you got a fucking part in this band. Here we go. <laughs> I'm so the, the captain way, of the gorilla band. So the way we see this, it's seven guys dressed up like gorillas. They all mm -hmm. play a musical instrument. One yes. has a captain hat. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one, of them, one of them is the biggest gorilla, and he's like, I'm the manager. You're like, this is crazy, but I'll tell you what, you're pretty good. Um, he stole a mule from the guy who had lost the use of his legs when he was run over by one of Parker's wagons. That is so fucked up. That it's like, he did that, and then he's like, well, you probably don't need it. The Lord's got a plan for you. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Sorry. I'm just going to take it. You did this to me. Well, bye. <laughs> Here, let me write you a banknote. I know those don't fucking do anything. You're rich. There you go. One million made up of bucks. Uh. Say, can you play triangle? 
he took he took the men's coats. He took like whatever, like so he just took whatever he could from these. We guys. paid for this experience. <laughs> it's all part of the plan. <laughs> this is all part of the plan. We're pretty close to California. Once we find it, God, are we gonna get so much gold? Until then, the belts too, and the pants, and, and the, the undies, and the shirts, and those nipples. and your penises. Put them in the tray. Yes. Can we keep the penises? I'm afraid not. We're gonna need the penises in order to get to Mexico. I told him I'm a hot dog vendor, so. Let's lose those penises, boys. Sorry. Okie doke. Look, it's all part of the plan. Yep. So this let's, is what I paid for. We're going to hand a basket around and everyone lay their <laughs> dongers in it. It's like the donger party. On October 9th, Parker's gang attacked another group of ex-passengers. Both sides... <laughs> they were probably like, hey, what's the plan? What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? I think they knew at this point that he well, was Well, no, hunting, they're in the gorilla outfit Hunting still. other gangs. Because they were well-armed and they fought back. Um, okay. And Parker was shot in the arm. It, like, hit him in the shoulder and went out through the wrist. So, it, like, went all the way through his arm. The magic bullet. Yeah. Uh, in the end, Parker's men won... Two of the other group were killed. Some others were wounded. Uh, he took everything they had. Quote, Parker French robbed us of our, of our animals and left us destitute. Jesus. He better know where that gold is. <laughs> <laughs> a surgeon was called to deal with Parker's arm, but he wasn't, well, he was not a surgeon. He was an ex-Texas Ranger who used to help with surgery. Sure. And, quote, amateur surgeon. Mm -hmm. So... He saved Parker's... Amateur surgeon's great. Yeah. Yeah. I think I can handle this. So he saved Parker's life, and uh, Parker paid him with a forged draft. Here you go. You really... And that tip is huge. Hey, you're worth every penny of it. <laughs> and there you are. As soon as this arm works again, I'm going to sign more bullshit. Now, they were in this Mexican town when he got the surgeon to come, and the Mexican town... Uh, knew of the guys they just robbed, and they tried to get a truce going. And they get a, get a truce going between the two groups, okay, okay, and right. they ended up convincing Parker to return some of the mules. And the gesture sort of mended the fracture between the two groups. What the fuck? They're like, and we're not. We're we owe you an apology, Parker. That was, <laughs> we lost our head. It's okay that you took my mule and you took my legs, so it's okay. I'm, I owe you an apology, Parker. That was fucked up of me. Um, and the Here's two, your penises. The two groups become friends again, and they decide to form one group. Well, we're going to be the best gorilla band in this jungle. <laughs> this is going to be a great source for our music. So Parker has to see a real doctor. And so they go Why? to... Why? Arm uh, still? Yeah. Okay. So they go... The amateur surgeon was like, ooh, I accidentally put a bullet in there. I didn't realize. <laughs> Again, I'm not a surgeon. He, I'm a, I would really love to be a surgeon. He essentially just kept him from dying right, right. there, right? He's like, yeah. But it's still all fucked up. He probably up just put gauze in it, and he was like, yeah. there you go. You're done. Yeah, basically. But he didn't pay him, so what does it matter? Yeah. There well. was two fucking bullshit artists. He's like, I'm a surgeon. I'm going to pay you for your surgery. 
There you go, your arm's fixed. Here's a million dollars. You should be fine about two to three days. Wait till Monday to cash that. So the closest one is in Chihuahua, which is 200 miles away. It's great that that's an actual place. Um, and uh, Parker gets uh, there, and the arm at that point is really horribly, uh, uh, it's just gangrened. Sure. Out, and um, the doctor cuts it off. Oh, geez. Okay. So this guy's like, I'm a real doctor, and uh, <laughs> it's going to go. Yeah. The other guy should have done this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Parker, however, uh, you know, they're there for about four weeks, and he, he gets some spending cash using bad drafts. And um, he's like, thank God it wasn't this one. <laughs> <laughs> After four weeks, Coons arrives. Oh, boy. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I had to talk to you about something. <laughs> oh, it's just another misunderstanding. Well, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm 45 at this point. It's just sort of crazy. It's just, <sighs> well, I guess I owe you an apology too, sir. So he immediately tells everyone in town that Parker is like a, a conman. And they flee. Parker's group takes off and they head for Durango. Without him. Without Parker? No, Parker goes with okay, them. They okay. all go. All right, yeah. Um, they rob farms on the way. Okay. Now, he had gotten letters of credit from the merchants in Chihuahua. He, real ones. Yeah, because he had the letters of credit. He, right, because he. he He's still passing the bullshit, so they're like, whoa, that's official. Well, here you go. Here's another official that's, one. Yes. He's like, perfect, dumb fuck. See you later. And they use those in Durango, but again, Coons arrives. He's <laughs> full of shit. <laughs> God damn it. Stop leaving, you son of a bitch. I'm 51. I've aged at a rate that is unprocessable. So they flee again. God damn it. I just... My nap schedule's screwing me. But this time, they're stopped by the Mexican army. Okay. And... I'm actually your commander. Oh, sorry, sir. Now, the Mexican army has heard about them because they've been doing all this, you know, whatever, robbing people and doing all this shit out there. Right. And it turns out the governor wants them to help fighting... Interesting. A Comanche raiding party. That, that must keeps... have been an amazing moment. We know your deal. You do? That's right. You're going to be part of us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. So they agree that they'll help fight the Comanche raiding party, and they join up with the Mexican army, and they help the Mexican army drive off the Comanche raiding party. Okay. Afterward, there's... Here's a... a letter that says that you're not allowed to fight anymore, Comanches. <laughs> oh, well, this is official letterhead. Afterwards, there's a huge celebration with, quote, dances and bullfights galore. Nice. One-armed Parker is especially honored for leading the charge. <laughs> One, okay, sure. And then, the, and then the governor's like, hey, can you stick around and uh-huh. fight off any, and just kill Comanches? Um, I'll give you cash for each body and, a, and amount of, uh, uh, like, a monthly salary. Nice. But instead, they're like, no, and they head to Mazatlan. Okay. Where the gold is, where right. the money, he has money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he's got that big, big cave full of it. So he's they get, full of it. They get to Mazatlan and they find a bunch of ex-passengers from the wagon train. Well, this is awkward. Hello, how is everyone? 
greatest se- Oh my god Surprise <laughs> The reunion continues Look at us huh? Um, but they have Like they're all fucked They don't have enough money to get on ships They're all trying to get on ships But they're just trying to talk their way on Because they're destitute Yeah right, right. Jesus Christ <laughs> So Parker somehow Talks them into Putting all their money together what the fuck? I, can you fucking imagine? <laughs> At this point, him being like, are you all interested in an investment opportunity? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, kinda. <laughs> this one's pretty good. What, uh, what do you mean by good? Well, it's great. It's the best oh. one yet. I actually have a letter from the King of England. Is that true? Read for yourself, guy. Holy moly, boys. He's got a letter from the king of England right here. That's right. Woo! And you remember, I lost my forging arm, so there's no way that's inauthentic. I, I believe you. I don't, I don't think any man alive would forge a letter from the king of England. You're goddamn right he wouldn't. Can you imagine the sick son of a bitch that would do something like that? No. As the captain of the gorilla band, you can trust me. I trust you. So what I need is... Everything you have, which I understand you're like, he already took everything that I have, but I need a little bit more. If you dig a little bit deeper right now. Well, I have If a f- you just give me it. No, no, hold on. I can give you a foot. Well, that'll do. What, get, throw every appendage you can in this pile. Think of it like an all-in. Whatever you got, deeds, jewelry, penises, get it in the middle. Okay. Let's stack it up as high as we can. Let's see how big we can make this kitty. I got a plan. Want to know what it is? What? Well, I'm not going to tell you until I start seeing some cash. What do I look like, stupid? (laughs) Only one of us has a cape and a gorilla costume with a leader hat. (laughs) So they put all their money together. There you go. Because he says he has gotten a ship to agree to take them all if they come up with a certain sum of money. They're so like, okay. Okay. And then he says, look, here's the ship. The ship's out there. It's, you know, out. Uh, it's hard to see. Anchored. My eyes are so dehydrated. <laughs> Little further. Just past where you can see. You see it? Well, all the men go and they get in rowboats and they row out to the ship. And Parker, of course, takes off. <laughs> it's like when you're like you play the joke with a football and you're like, deeper, deeper. A little further. I got a cannon. All right, let's go inside. You just leave. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, row out as far as you can go. And as soon as you do, the submarine will pop up from the bottom of the ocean and rescue you all. Now, I'm going to stay back here and make sure that nobody tries to thwart the plan. Go. Oh, hurry. Someone's coming. Go, man. Go. Go. Row. 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 Dumbass. <laughs> so... So they, they do. They row out there. Uh, so tired. We're close. Do you see it? <laughs> I see something. Well, no, there's a ship there. Oh, there is a ship. Yeah. Hey, it's a they, ship. They get he was a lion. And the what a guy. The captain's like, no, I have nothing to... No, no, no. We're Parker's friends. Yeah, no, I don't know Gorilla what you're talking Captain about. Gorilla Captain Man. No. One-armed leader of the non-forgery army. <laughs> Our best friend. Sure, he took some from us, but at the end of the day, he's a good fella. Now let us aboard, he promised. Where are your clothes? He took them. Your penises, they're gone. Please, we have nothing. 
We'll do anything to get on your ship. We're Parker's friends. No. It's going to be pretty hard for us to believe that the fifth time he bullshitted again. So from a survival standpoint, please, but also from an ego level, for the love of God, let us on. Please. Please, sir. Please. Please. Please, please, please. Please. Hear me out. No, no, no. Hear us out. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you what you're looking for. Okay, please. No. You said it, please. And also, I want your rowboat. <laughs> oh, you can't. And that other foot. No. Oh, that's my swimming heel. <laughs> oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this... Uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it. After it. Let's see you there. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. So, <laughs> that, no. Uh, no. Anyway, what's for lunch? So Parker probably assumed he had time to get away, um, but they found him in Mazatlan, and... They, he said, what? That captain, I knew he'd say something like that. I mean, kind of. Here, take this letter. Row back out there. This will get you on. He, he it's said... It's from the King of Mars. <clears throat> he said it was a misunderstanding. Oh, of course. But then he does charter a schooner... Uh-huh. ...using <laughs> bad drafts, and all the men get on a schooner, and they get to go to San Francisco. Wow. But, again, the chip owner's fucked. <laughs> right, yeah. But, um, and also they get to San Francisco. We just plumb ran out of gold. <laughs> yeah, there's that. We had it for a while. So Parker now decides to live life as a bandit. I mean, I feel like the bandit life chose him. <laughs> but, like, robbing travelers, robbing coaches, stagecoaches, sure. and um, ranchos, and... At one point, they end up robbing a mule train that had 200000 in silver, which is about $6 million today, um, which brings the Mexican army after them. Okay. And after a gunfight, Parker is wounded, and he surrenders. Okay. Now, 
In April 1851, the New York Herald reports that Parker has been hung. Whoa. And the story is picked up across the country. About a week later, the story prints a retraction stating that they're actually in prison. Okay. So now he goes on a PR mission, and he writes letters to all the papers saying he's innocent, and that all this stuff about the bank frauds and everything else, that's all his enemies on Wall Street mm. making up stories. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He ends up charming the prison commander. Oh, boy. Who gives him privileges at the prison. Boy, you're, you, I'll tell you, I, I can't believe that some people have thought of you like this. It is so unfair, the characterization of you. Thank you. You're just a good guy. Well, I appreciate that. Well, I appreciate you because being a you know, guy who just sits in prison all day can get pretty lonely. And yeah. Doesn't leave me a time to have a lot of friends. Oh. You know I what I mean? You. Yeah, I hear you. Because when I'm out there, like, there's nobody to relate to, really. And then I find you, and I'm like, man, I found my best friend. And I mean that. Wow. My, I mean that. I'm flattered. Well, you should. You're a great guy. You're misunderstood is what you are. Well. It's not that you're a liar. It's that everyone you've ever come into contact with is a liar. <laughs> what are the odds? Minuscule. But somehow that happened. And I just don't like having a set of bars dividing BFFs. I got something sort of strange I got. What's that? Well, it's <laughs> nothing. Never mind. No, go ahead. Mean it? I'm listening. Nah, stupid. No, come on. Come on, what? Go ahead. Well, I got you a necklace. Oh! No, but wait, wait. It's not just like some locket or some bullshit. It's half a necklace. Okay. Yours says, be, fre, fo. What's the other half say? Est, ands, or ever. Okay. And it's shaped like a half a heart. Oh. So well, when you wear that, you... might look a little strange. But when we fix them to get together, we can put them together as one. Oh, boy. It says, best friends forever. <laughs> I told you, stupid. You know what? I've been thinking, I have a little cabin here on the prison grounds. You have a cabin on the prison grounds? Why don't you I, stay I, there? You seem okay. I've never seen a cabin on the prison grounds. All I do is walk this area. I, I know this area better than anyone. It's over yonder. Out that way? Mm-hmm. I can't even see it, but maybe it's just past where I can see. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of your good stuff is. Well, he was given a nice private house to stay in. Here you go. By the prison. There you go. We keep this for our favorite prisoners. His two guards were more like servants. What? And he had a lot of sex. Quote, such was the wonderful charm of this talented man's manner that he had become a lion among the pretty senoritas. Wow. So... Prison's where you want to go. <laughs> the guard's like, can we get you anything else? Not now, I'm busy fucking. 
Now, I don't know why, but the, the governor releases them, Parker and his gang. No one, no one really knows what happens for a while. But um, he, he gets to Mazatlan and boards a ship to San Francisco called uh, the Hollowell on July 1st, 1852. Now, the ship has a really hard time in the headwinds, mm-hmm. and it's basically not getting anywhere. Sure. Um, and so they ran out of food and water. Okay. Seven passengers died of starvation. In 47 days, they had only made it from Mazatlan to Ensenada. Nice. So they flagged down a ship, and that ship gives them 12 days of provisions. Okay. And Parker offers him, uh, the captain, $40 to get on that ship. Right. But the captain's like, no. Okay. 15 days later, the Hollowell makes it uh, to a little cove near San Luis Obispo. Oh, nice. Yep. Checks out. Yep. Um, two places to live on it. <laughs> you Zillow those now. They're really expensive. Um, they're out of food. That's why they stopped there. Sure. So at this point, the crew and the passengers just fucking leave the ship. Um, papers in San Francisco, San Francisco said Parker had bribed the captain to stop. Um, but Parker's now in really bad shape. He has no friends. He has no money. It's a very rare time when you're like, I should have stayed in jail. <laughs> His clothes are at tatters, and he, quote, had the musty smell of a Mexican prison. We all do. Yeah, I mean, but his Mexican prison experience was far different, though. Yeah. That's the smell of fucking. I think that's just what... He smells like a Mexican prison. Like what? Banging. (laughs) Covered in bang sauce. It's a cologne. I make it. (laughs) Bang sauce. So he heads to Los Angeles and he scams some merchants. Uh, uh, he's, go- he's the perfect actor. He's got the banknotes and yeah. he scams them out of clothes and he gets a hotel. Scams them out of their clothes? Out of clothes for himself. Uh, oh, okay. I thought Mer- like he their goes clothes. to stores. I have a letter from the mayor and I need your suit. Well, shit. <laughs> Letter's a letter. Puh, guess I'll run home nude. So he's looking dapper, and he has some money, and he heads back up north to San Luis Obispo. This dude is the... F- I mean, it's amazing. He's a money zombie. Yeah. And remember, he's a lawyer, so he sets up shop as a lawyer. Sure. Um, he's and, perfect for that. I mean, he's not a lawyer. He just says he is. And with his <laughs> gift of gab, he quickly becomes a leading citizen. Okay. And the county... Gotta love L.A. The, no, it's San Luis Obispo. Oh, whatever. You gotta love it. The county board of supervisors are very taken with him. And so they appoint um, Parker to be the district attorney. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he was just with seven dudes who died. And I was like, I'm the DA? Okay. <laughs> I mean, he is, he's like sitcom premise after sitcom yeah. premise. He's like a reality show intro. I was a bullshitter in Mexico, and then I was on a ship that almost got sunk, and a bunch of people died. I thought I was going to have to be a cannibal, but now I'm the DA. <laughs> that would be his Real Housewives intro. I was about to eat a bunch of friends of mine, and now I'm the district attorney. A year later, he was elected to the California State Legislature. <laughs> He's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's perfect. But on May 16th, 1853, Lucretia files for divorce. What? She fucking hung in there for quite a while. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? She's like, I thought you were dead for the last four years. I sort of was. Good Lord. <laughs> he was in a prison begging like a bunch of women. <laughs> you know what? Enough's enough. I really, I just, I'm moving on. I'm done. It's just not going to work out anymore. Well, I still live in New York, so. Once he hears, he rushes back east. Mm. And whatever he. How did he get there? He was like, wagons? No. <laughs> whatever he said worked, because in December, the family took a steamship to San Francisco, and they all settled in San Jose. Wow, holy shit. They had another son. Now, in the legislature, Parker was put on the Ways and Means Committee. It's, 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 I literally could get elected today. <laughs> in 1855, he started a newspaper called the Daily State Tribune. This is... And used his pull to get a lucrative government contract printing official records. This guy? He's like, I could spot a forgery, so... <laughs> I know bullshit when I see it. And he joined the Know-Nothing Party. Mm -hmm. He became uh, the secretary of the party in the state. So in California, the Know-Nothing swept the state elections. Now, having one arm did not stop Peter uh, from getting into fistfights. Wait, Peter? Sorry, Parker. Peter Parker? Peter. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Origin story, yeah. Wow. I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> the key to a good forgery is making it incredibly tiny. So, so wait, that's him? No, that's former Governor John McDougal. Sure. Who made an offensive remark about a Supreme Court justice who was a friend of Parker's. Uh, he, quote, struck the latter with a severe blow to the face. So he's still, Parker punched this guy in the face. Parker's still one arm. He's a tough guy. Ladder is a misleading term. I was picturing him taking a ladder and just whacking oh, him. Oh, right. No. Okay, so Parker uses his arm and, I mean, he hits him. His arm, yeah. Yeah. But what you'd hit him with. Um, the one that he still has. Yes. It wouldn't, go ahead. So now he's doing business. He's, you know, in the state government and he's got his newspaper and he becomes friends with another guy who owns a newspaper, William Walker. I'm assuming you don't remember William Walker. I, the name rings a hell of He's a bell. He's the guy who did the filibusters. Oh, right, okay. He's our filibuster mm -hmm. man, right. Uh, he's the one who went, right. He, he Mexico took a, yeah, and Nicaragua. Took, yeah, right, he was, he was like, yeah, he took over a lot of... Uh, Places he shouldn't have. Right. Said he had armies that he didn't. So Walker had tried but failed to filibuster Baja California and Sonora a year before. And now there's a civil war happening in Nicaragua. Mm -hmm. And a California businessman down in Nicaragua told the president he knew two men who could help. Oh, boy. William Walker <laughs> and Parker French. <laughs> oh, my Lord. So Walker said he met alone with the liaison from Nicaragua, but Parker said he was also there. Sure. And they agree to help in exchange for 
I think this is, I think I have the wrong number here. I think it's 520,000 acres, but this is 52. Okay. But it's yeah, a lot 52, of acres. 52. It, yeah, I think it's 520. 52. 520 acres. Let's do it. Yeah, we agree <laughs> to that. Fucking idiots. Um, Damn. So they agree to take all this land in Nicaragua to fight with the army. Okay. So Walker is, is the plan is Walker takes a force down and Parker stays and keeps recruiting and then comes with more men later. Sure he will. Um, so they, they get backing and, um, they get backing from a company that's like a transportation company that will pay for the men to be sent down. Okay. Um, so Walker sails with a 58 man force that he called the immortals. Calm down. Calm down. Yeah, seriously. He's like a Marvel movie. <laughs> we are the immortals. Six uh, men died. God damn it. Fucking so Don't shit. tell anyone back there. Another guy just drowned. All right, look, listen. God damn it, listen. Stop dying. That one I has... may do with my foot hand. That one has syphilis. Syphilis? Well, he'll be fine. Just keep breathing. Don't die. We're immortals. Kind of. Pretty much. Not at all. Yes, very much so. <laughs> In San Francisco, Parker posted notices for the Central American Colonization Society. It mentioned farms and said they, they should probably bring guns because it's, you know, a rough place. Mm -hmm. He does not mention there's a civil war on. Right. What else? What else? What else? Am I forgetting anything else? To bring guns, very farmable land, great opportunity. Uh, yeah, I think great food, great food, great drink, revelry. I hope you know how to dance. Yeah, you're going to love it. Uh, good land, great farming. Hope you like to get laid. Yeah, that's it pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So we're good to go. Let's go. Yay. Yeah, you'll never die, by the way. Huh? Yeah, we're immortals. <laughs> that's a weird thing to say. Uh, go ahead. Get out of here, you scamp. There's a civil war. So, knowing of Parker's past, papers are questioning his land-grant opportunity oh, in Nicaragua. And uh, so, Walker arrives, and he's immediately routed in a battle. Mm -hmm. And he recruits more men and gets more weapons. Parker sends his family back east, because he's going to go down to Nicaragua. And when he hears Walker's lost the battle, he gets on a ship mm -hmm. and heads to Nicaragua. Okay. Uh, once he, right when he hits the ground, he's arrested by opposing forces. And I'm put shocked in prison. that he went. Uh, well, it's it's an opportunity for to make money, have all that land. Like right. It's a it's a, a lot of money. Okay. So um, he is in prison, and he writes a letter, and has it published in the paper, just shitting all over Walker. Okay. He's probably. Cozying up to his captors, like, you know, right. saying I'm a, I Yeah, don't like, like the prison guy. guards, like, you're a very good man. You know, I spend a lot of time here alone. <laughs> I don't know, our conversations are so deep sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> what if I got us something? Would that be so crazy? <laughs> well, it works. He ends up making an agreement to supply them with gunpowder, and they release him. Wow. And he goes straight to Walker. On September 2nd, he returns to San Francisco to get more recruits. And when his ship arrived from Nicaragua, 106 were dead of cholera. But Parker is okay because he had a first-class captain. Wow. 106? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. 
I would not get on a boat with him. No. I mean, I'd get it. Yeah, I'd get in like the same room. But yeah, no, he's, yeah. He recruited men. He gathered uh, resources, and he would. He also all write. He'd write propaganda about himself in the paper. Oh, nice. Quote: Captain Parker French, whom we believe is destined to figure nobly in the future history of the Central American states, arrived in this city yesterday. Captain French considers that Colonel Walker is of is in virtual possession of Nicaragua. Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> In two days, he has 55 men ready to go. (laughs) He buys tickets for 35 men, however. A lot of them will probably die on the walk. And hopes he can sneak the other 20 on. Uh Uh-huh. So, let's play a fun game. Half of us get in half of our coats. (laughs) For fun. Come on, let's see. Bet you can't fit inside of him. Somehow the people on the ship know how to count, and they kick the 20 off for not having tickets. Right. So 35 men arrive in Nicaragua, and they join Walker's force. And the Civil War side that Walker is fighting on takes the capital. In California, recruiting is pretty easy. Hundreds of men want to go. Right. But he's again in money trouble. The newspaper's gone. He had sold it twice fraudulently. Right. (laughs) (laughs) He told his creditors he was absolutely not going to leave the city, and then he left the city. Of course. The San Francisco Bulletin, quote, from all we learn about Parker French, a late respectable editor, we think he is as precious a scoundrel as has ever escaped our shores. He stole about 1,200 worth of goods in this city before he left, and under assertions that he was not going to Nicaragua. So the ship lands in Nicaragua at San Juan del Sur and took uh, control of a lake steamer. So he gets there with his men. Right. And there's a lake steamer. Sure. uh, That goes across a lake, and it's just full of civilians, and he takes control of it. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And then they take the steamer, and they go to try to capture Fort San Carlos, which is on the lake, and they demand the fort surrender. But the fort's like, you're a fucking... Steamship of people. That's right. And they say no, and then they started shooting at the steamer. Okay. And he still had all the passengers on board, so a woman and her nine year old daughter are killed. And then they he would let... be dead now anyway, to be fair. <laughs> it's not to right. To be fair. But to be fair, they would not be alive. Okay. So Parker then has the Parker then. Let's all of the passengers off the steamer. Not all. But the fort, right, except for two. Well, they could have let them off also. Hurry! <laughs> but the people in the fort think they're being attacked, so they shoot at the... Oh, my God. Civilians. The civilians? Yeah. Look at them. They have no uniform. Kill this army. So Parker bails and uh, heads to Granada. <laughs> He takes the, ste- the lake <laughs> yeah. steamer to Granada? I, I think so. I don't so know that how ca- that there. captain's like, what are you talking about? To Granada, my man. We're on a lake. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> We're going to do some land steaming, too. Look, come land on. Land steam. Come on. We're the immortals. Transform more than meets the eye. Let's go. Land ship. Come on. We're a land steamer. Choo-choo or whatever the fuck it'll do. I've got a letter from the land that says we can pull this off. 
<laughs> so Walker hears about this, and he's furious. He didn't like that he had endangered civilians. Right. Peace is negotiated, and Walker is now in part of the government, and okay. a provisional government is formed. Parker comes back. Walker becomes commander-in-chief of the army. <laughs> Parker is made the minister of Hacienda, which is like a treasury secretary. Okay. Wow. I mean, he's fucking perfect. Yeah. Now, the minister of war doesn't like that these Americans have so much power, and he sends letters to allies in other countries saying Walker is a danger. Um, but, the, but the letters are intercepted. And Walker accuses him of treason and has him tried and executed. So Walker is basically consolidated power. Like right. the one guy that's a problem is gone. Right. Um, he Walker's basically direct uh, a dictator of Nicaragua at this point. Uh, put some weight on and some buttons. Yep. <laughs> so, um, whoops, sorry. Oh. So Parker has a shipment of gold from the U.S. seized, right? The U.S., there's a shipment of gold com, uh, coming from the U.S. And to Nicaragua, and the U.S. seizes it. Okay. Wait, um, he, a shipment of gold is coming... Parker's shipment of gold from the U.S. is seized by the U.S. Okay, gotcha. Right. The arms um, were seized from uh, passengers, and so they're ba the U.S. is basically squeezing them. So... He gets uh, the, the head of Granada to lend $1,000 in silver. And then he starts hitting up merchants in Nicaragua for huge fees. If they can't pay, he takes goods. So he's just raising money mm -hmm. for uh, himself and for Walker. Um, but now Walker, Walker has money now for guns and ammo. So it's all, you know, he's basically ripping off the people for right. Walker. Then Parker gets accused of massive bribery and graft, and he steps down. <laughs> and instead, they appoint him ambassador to the U.S. Well, this is very awkward. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Let's talk. Walker would later write that he had to send Parker out of the country because he was, quote, dreaded by the people. Sure. <laughs> it doesn't, that doesn't matter here. Um, in America, you can be dreaded by the people. Oh, yeah. No, they're yeah. like, you'll stay in power. But everyone hates him. Fuck it. They'll forget. <laughs> Something will trend. They'll forget right away. So, um, Parker now heads to New York. <laughs> Lucretia's like, hello, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm married. Right. Darling. Sorry. I was fucking Nicaragua. I love it. So he starts recruiting right away, offering land grants and cheap passage. Um, people, everyone come, like hundreds of people are coming in to see him because he's a big hero. Like he's conquered. Right. As much as the, the, the president and his administration doesn't like it, like people are like, that's awesome. You conquered a foreign country. Right, right. Um, on December 21st, the Secretary of State said the U.S. would not recognize Parker as ambassador and would not recognize the new Nicaraguan government. Okay. A U.S. attorney said Parker had no diplomatic privileges. So the U.S. seizes a ship that Parker is about to head back to Nicaragua with, with 230 colonists. Colonists. Right. Um, and, he, and they accused him of being mercenary. So 
Parker tells the U.S. attorney to resign. It's an interesting move. (laughs) Gotta love the balls. (laughs) They didn't take my balls. The U.S. attorney charges him with violation of neutrality laws. Resign. (laughs) What? That's right. Quit. Get out of here. Do it. No, you're under arrest. Under arrest? How can I be? You just resigned. This man is full of dog shit. (laughs) Um, So a warrant is put out for Parker's arrest, but it's rescinded 30 minutes later, and the newspapers think that it's because they they were going to arrest him, and they're like, don't give him any publicity. Right. And so they pulled it back. (laughs) Which is also publicity. Yeah. (laughs) He's He's a wizard. Um, so Parker keeps recruiting. He sends 125, quote, mechanics and laborers who get to Nicaragua and immediately put on military uniforms. Um, and now he goes to D.C. and he lives... Uh, Dave, we're at the dog has to take a piss part of the show. <laughs> dog has to piss? How can you tell? She's whining. Oh, uh, yeah. maybe it's a boomer. That's how I know he has to go. Pull over. Let's go to the Flying J. Let us know if it's one or two when you get back. I like closure. Yep. Um, So he's living life. He's living the high life at the National Hotel in D.C. Congress loves him. This is fuck. It's so... Like, we Insane? just love, yeah, we, and we love this type of person. Yeah. We really yeah. are so attracted to this, like, like, this guy would have 15 million Twitter followers. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. And then um, he'd buy it for a fucking dumb amount of money. Yeah, and then that's... <laughs> uh, most, most in Congress support the filibuster in Nicaragua, so... Now there's a head. There's like a head figure, the Nicaragua president. He recalls he recalls Parker as an ambassador, and um, and he suspends all relations with the U.S. Even okay. though Walker's in charge, is like a guy. Right. So on March 12th, he uh, sets sail. It's for like how Ni- we have a president, but it's really run by yeah, companies. Right. Yeah. Right. On March 12th, he heads to Nicaragua. 200 recruits. Now the accessory transit company. That's the one I told you about that they were in business with, uh-huh. sending men down. Uh huh has been paying to send all these recruits to Nicaragua. Interesting. Every guy we've talked about, all, everybody on the ship, this company is paid. And um, Nicaragua now owes this company shitloads of money. Right. But Walker has a plan. He revokes the company's charter, and at the same time, he knows that'll crash the stock. So he tells a bunch of guys, he tells these certain guys that helped him out that he was going to, do this. Mm-hmm. And so they short the stock and they make a ton of fucking money. Wow, they were even back then like, we'll just short it. <laughs> yes. And Parker, um, so the Accessory Transit Bank is owned, sorry, the Accessory Transit Company is owned by a guy named Cornelius Vanderbilt, <laughs> who is the richest man in America. Oh boy. And he is fucking pissed. <laughs> um, for reasons exactly we don't know why, I'm sure there are many, when Parker arrives in Nicaragua, uh, Walker fires him. Quote, Parker French, I will give you 24 hours to leave this country. So Parker writes a letter to Walker talking shit about his leadership and threatens that he's going to form an army and overthrow the government. But then he, he just heads back to the U.S. Sure. He goes to New Orleans, 
and he meets with all the city elite there, and he speaks, and he does speeches, and he urges them, you know, he says the U.S. has to absorb Central America, and he says we have to fund Walker. So men start giving him money to give to Walker. <laughs> Never <laughs> stop scamming. Honestly. Never. Never. Everything's an opportunity. Yes. I need to help Walker right now. Mm-hmm. Pass around. Penises too. Get him in the plate. <laughs> we got to help the guy. So now publicly he's out backing Walker. He's talking about him. Investors are giving him money for the cause. As uh, he writes his support in papers. In Nicaragua, they don't know what the fuck is happening. <laughs> And they just, like, his support's bizarre. So the Nicaraguan government writes letters to the papers in the U.S. stating they have no connection to Parker anymore. And then Parker gets arrested for old debts. Wow. That should be his nickname, Old Debts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He skips bail. Sure, of course he does. And he goes somewhere. I don't know where he went, but he gets into land speculation. He's a fucking Terminator. <laughs> Will not die. Every time they've got him, he's like, I'm the president of the United States of America. Like, what? Okay. Well, I mean, that letter checks out, I guess. <laughs> so Walker learns that screwing over Vanderbilt was a bad idea. Um, as the richest man alive, he backs other armies, and they overthrow uh, the government, uh, and they execute Walker. What the fuck? Now, Parker moves his family to New York, and they have another son. How is she hanging in there? Another son. And they live a very quiet life. What? No way. There's no way. He's Batman. She just doesn't know it. Well, the pets of the paper, the papers keep writing, when's this guy going to do something again? Yeah, honestly, you need to have Parker watch. It would have like a little counter on CNN. It's been four days, and he's not done some crazy bullshit yet. Well, apparently he wasn't living a quiet life. Yes. He was a part of a secret group. Here we go. Called the Knights of Columbus of the Golden Circle. Oh, my God. So, they are... Oh, my God. How to describe them. This is before the Civil War. They want to... They want to filibuster, create a country where slavery is legal. There's nothing else that we... It's still, like, sort of nebulous. Right. On March 1860, they had a big meeting in New Orleans, and Parker was there. hmm And uh, he decided to approach the company BP Ethel & Company, who sold goods in the area, and he said he had a deal for them. Oh, boy. He would give them six boxes of opium. Hello. Which they could sell on commission if they would advance him $3,500. I mean, good Lord. You pass on this. I know you're like, this is a good deal, but you got to be like, nopium. Well, they decided to think it over. Uh Uh-huh. They mull it. But he's like, look, I'm here in town. I don't have any money. And they loaned him $600 as... Who the fuck? Look, I'm here for two days. Here's $600 in 1860s money. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Awesome. That'll do great. Awesome. Great. Fucking awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. But when the loan was up and he was supposed to pay it back, he couldn't pay it back, and he asked for another advance on the opium, and now the company guys are like, well, this is weird, whatever he's doing here. So they open the boxes 
quote, by some magical process, the opium was found to have changed to the cheapest kind of rock salt. <laughs> so he flees. Right. And a sheriff tracks him down and finds him in St. Louis and arrests him. There's no record of how he got out of jail. I know how. You know, it gets pretty lonely out here. <laughs> Working here so much. I mean, I basically work doubles. I never had a chance to connect with nobody before. Uh, actually, <laughs> well, that's dumb. <laughs> so I got us. No, I'm not done. Oh, fuck. I got us some. Man, stupid. You probably don't care. <laughs> Maybe you do. Now I can tell you they're uninterested. You just want to keep reading. <laughs> <laughs> Parker starts being seen in different northern states after the Civil War breakout. He was using uh, aliases like Carlisle Murray and Charles Maxey. And what he was doing I'm working is, on a pad. He was getting... <laughs> get your mind out of the gutter. You miss so much. One or two? One. One. Felt okay. like a two. You missed a lot of chair stuff. So he would, he would get abolitionists to donate money because acting as if he was a stop slavery... Right. Organization, and then he would send the money to southern organizations to fight for slavery. <laughs> right. In 1861, Parker was arrested in Philadelphia as a suspected operative of the Knights of Columbus of the Golden Circle. God, that's like a lot. Like if you're arresting him, you're like, you're under. Oh God, here, just look, fuck it, you're a liar. Get in the <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> he was also uh, suspected of being an agent of the Confederacy. So. He, however, refuses to admit that he's Parker. He just keeps saying he's Murray, uh, uh, Carlisle Murray, and they have to let him go. Because that was, that was how easy it was? I guess so. You were just like, for the last time, I'm Carlisle Murray. All right, Mr. Murray, you're free to go. Well, he's got us there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. They had that lamps on him for as long as possible. Yeah. All right, fuck. Well, thank you for letting me go, and here's a banknote. Uh, Perfect, thank you. Time. This is signed by Charles Maxey. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so he flees and goes to the small town of Banford, Connecticut, where he lasted about six weeks before someone figured out who he was. <laughs> okay. And uh, he gets arrested and sent to Fort Warren, which is a... Island. Which is a really hard jail to get out of. It's an island prison in Boston Harbor for political prisoners. Okay. And up until now, the press had kind of loved Parker as right. like this delightful rogue, you know. A little scamp. What? Look at him. So many people have died. So many lives ruined. You, you little rascal. <laughs> is it a crime to be a stinker? <laughs> but now with the whole, you know, taking money from abolitionists being uh, part of this group and uh, working for the Confederacy, everyone hates him. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a traitor. They hate his guts. A long investigation is now conducted, but the investigator determines they cannot make a definitive case that he is a spy. <laughs> and he is released. Fucking, hey, this dude. I mean, <laughs> finally, the body's dead. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Upon his release, he goes to Washington, D.C. and starts working as a lawyer. Which he's not. For Union Army units. So we're like, you get it. You really know how to get in the mind of the Confederate. (laughs) How do you know so well? Well, I don't know. He also operated as a merchant and sold the Army units goods. Here you are. Don't open the boxes of arms until I leave now. Boy, are they good guns, though. Let me tell you. When the war ended, he moved his family to St. Louis and did some cons, which all ended with him in a ton of debt. So he bailed not on... Not good cons. No, I guess not. So he bailed on his family and went to California again. And then he just started moving from place to place. And he finally comes back to D.C. in December of 1869 when uh, Lucretia is dying of inflammation of the brain. The heart. Oh. She leaves the kids uh, to her, the care of her sister. That's amazing. <laughs> She's like, the stay away. The only person who can care for them properly, who they love and know, not their dad. Not dad. <laughs> Parker was not mentioned in her will. Wow. In 1870, Parker moved to New York and became a real estate agent. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure, you can have this house. I can't see it. It's just past where you can see. <laughs> What a spot it is, too. Hope you like moats. (laughs) He remarried in 1875 to Reba Claggett, a clergyman's daughter. Oh, boy. Well, she was like, I mean, I'm I'm a sucker for bullshit. (laughs) Come on. What? Come on. Come on. This is Kentucky. Don't applaud that. Let them clap. Uh, but he's not in good health. Uh, Ned well, it never Ma- has been, to be fair. Yeah. Ned McGowan, quote, French appeared to be a perfect wreck of his former self, was drinking hard and taking a modicum of chloroform in each drink of whiskey. You've a got, if you're addicted to chloroform, you've got to do it like this. So you take a sip of whiskey and then you just put it on a rag and you're like... <laughs> <laughs> and then, then you take yourself out in a struggle. I'm saying that for the people listening. (laughs) Too visual, Dad? (laughs) He only has one arm, right? Yeah. So the other arm wouldn't be flailing. Don't make me do that fucking impression, asshole. Do it. One arm, chloroform yourself. Fight yourself off and chloroform yourself. Nope. All right. And you, whoever said it. Um, on June 18th, 1878, a doctor was called as Parker was said to have very painful congestion and sepsis of the lungs and stomach. He's full of bullshit. <laughs> Parker died the next day. He was 62. Man. The New York Herald just wrote, quote, Died, French, June 19th. You know next rainstorm, that fist came out of the ground, though. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, Yeah, Uh, the sources for this are uh, Joe Goodbody's Kentucky Barracuda, Parker H. French. Wow. 
fucking A. Yeah, what he's a liar. A, what a liar. I mean, really, and the Epic. maybe the biggest liar. Pretty big. Pretty big. Pretty big. And everybody fell for it. Yeah. Can you imagine a liar getting atop the? Well, no. <laughs> not in, not in this country. You can't you can't succeed if you're a liar. It no, catches not up with here. you. No. Nope. It always catches up with you. You don't get to keep going on and going to different states no and way. having rallies and saying no. that, that uh, the election was stolen. Never, you don't get to do never. that. Never. Not here. Not in this day and age. Think. I mean, imagine it now. It would be like no. you would be in. You would be done. Yes. You'd be over. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God, too. Because we'd be fucked otherwise. But my guess is there would be a great alternative that would... Never mind. Um, what did we just do, a five-hour show? How long did this go for? It was two hours. That was a long one. How long was it? Two. Oh, I thought you just said three. I th <laughs> Fucking liar. Um... You think the dog enjoyed it? Okay. Promise? Okay, good. He seems pretty happy. Yeah, you can tell. You can tell dogs smile even behind the mask. Um, I mean, it, it really is, it just is incredible. Like, it's the, com the combination of how easy, like, it, you kind of were the first person to be doing some of these cons, which is yeah. so advantageous, but it is remarkable that you just, we found new way, like, we want to be lied to, almost. I do. Like we, yeah, oh, Dave, stop. We're not talking about fetishes. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys so much for coming out. We appreciate it, truly. Thank you. Thank you. Love you, bye. <laughs>